Listener discretion is always advised. You let me sleep with your girl in front of you for $250,000. You want a pallet or you want the floor? Yeah. Hey, I think this shit gonna be corny and I'm gonna top that shit later. We could train our bitch for that much, bro. You understand me? You can train up for that. Fuck around, come right, right next to y'all. You gotta give me that much, buddy. Give me an A if you good. My girl, I'm gonna fuck you up. Shit, I'm gonna help you put it in. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I hope you doing <laughs> What? You like this is for masters, this technique. You already know that we midway through. And yes, motherfucker, I am talking to you. Well, my name is Justice. This is a podcast. We call it the Justice and the Peace Podcast. Let's get it. What's going on, you motherfuckers? It is another beautiful day in the Sacramento Valley area. And of course, my name is Justice, and I am here to provide you with all of the nonsensical, is that a word? All of the nonsensical bullshit that it is that is transpiring on the internet. Once again, my name is Justice, and I am here for those needs that you didn't know that you needed to be fulfilled. I mean, I have some stories today that are quite um, unusual, but frequently talked about, to say the least. I mean, we've got everything from people putting eggs in their motherfucking spaghetti to bitches talking about they ready to fuck, but they really ain't ready. I mean, if you are uh, uh, in line to, to, to go ahead and loosen the screws that hold together your mind, welcome to the show. My name is Justice. This is still the best self-produced podcast ever produced. You know you can find me right here five times a week. Ten if you subscribe. But hey, I don't have the plan set up. So let's go ahead and get into the show. I mean, goodness. You know, I kicked off the show with a, an interesting question that I... I see getting asked a lot in this new generation. And, and the question is simple. It's quite simple. For, for $250,000, would you let me smash your bitch? And I'm talking about motherfucking mashed potato smash your bitch. I'm talking about disrespect her internal soul smash your bitch. I'm talking about fuck her so bad that you don't even want to kiss her on the lips. No more. Fuck your bitch. Is there a price on that? And believe it or not, most guys say, yes, there's a price. And that price really isn't even that high. If you listen to the video that that preceded what it is that you hear right now, the offer was $250,000. Yeah, for some pussy. That's a lot of money. One guy said, give me an eighth of that. So, you know, I mean... Do relationships still exist? That's fucking impossible. What? Relationships do not exist. Is that's what, I mean, when money gets gets thrown around in certain situations, I guess that a lot of things don't exist. When you have money, 
You can eat whatever the fuck it is you want to eat. You can do whatever the fuck it is that you want to do. You could probably fuck whoever the fuck it is that you want to fuck if they are in your fucking eyesight, to say the least. But, like I said, with money, you get to splurge on the shit that it is that most people can't even afford in their day-to-day lives. I saw this crazy shit right here, and I couldn't believe it. I knew it was fake. But then again, I had to examine exactly what the source was that it was coming from. And hey, it's coming from the Caucasians, so it might be true. Let's listen. Does anyone else put hard-boiled eggs in their spaghetti? What the fuck is going on here? I need a comedian. Back me up, please, Lawrence. No. Nobody else does that shit but you. Just them? Nobody does that shit but you. Nasty. Nasty, wasteful, disrespectful, and damn it, what the fuck do you do with the boiled eggs after they boiled up? Do they do they turn red? I mean, do they look like period eggs? Because we know the last thing that you want to do is get spaghetti sauce on your clothes. I could only imagine what the fuck they would do to an all-white egg. I mean, people's taste buds are weird, dude. I mean, fucking weird and it depends on who it is that you fuck with or not even fuck with it depends on where it is that you grow up on how it is that you will taste other things when you walk through your life so say that you grew up in a house that had hog head cheese a lot of you motherfuckers don't even know what hog head cheese is but it's a real thing it is cheese made from the head of hogs it's exactly what it sounds like oh my guy it is completely possible and it's fucking delicious because i grew up eating hog head cheese and that shit is fucking nasty (laughs) yeah that shit is nasty now i grew up eating that shit and and when i was a kid it tasted good because i didn't know no difference you know i didn't know nothing about it. it it looked funny but i didn't know no difference about no damn hog head cheese that was because I wasn't forced, it was food, and it was sat in front of me, and as a child, I felt obligated to eat whatever it was that was sat on the plate in front of me, or else I'd be sitting at the motherfucking table all night until it was done. No grandson? Okay, okay, so I'm on to something here. So like I was saying, you know, when you're a kid, they sit a plate of food in front of you, and they tell you to finish your fucking food, right? And now, if you don't finish your motherfucking food, you're going to sit at that table all motherfucking night. You learn something from that experience that happens over and over and over again to you. But when you get older, you have uh, freedoms that you didn't have when you were younger. You get to eat motherfucking Kit Kats for breakfast. You could you could gargle with popcorn for lunch. And you could completely go to 7-Eleven and drink a whole Slurpee for dinner and dessert but when you get out into the world and you get into certain organizations some people like to order pizza for lunch at their job other people's you know and i mean other people's they go a completely different route kind of like this weird shit that i saw listen look at this man nestle tropicana lays 
Quaker's Oak, 7-Up. Yes, 7-Up, Sierra Miss. Most of your breads in the stores, Kraft Foods. Made today delicious, Pepsi. All of these people are selling you aborted fetal tissue. Whoa, I know what aborted means, and I know what fetal means, and I also am a tissue wearer. So you're telling me that all of those companies, some kind of way, then found a way to do something with abortion babies? What? Please, elaborate. In your swoon, called heck cells, heck, human embryonic kidney cells. What the fuck? Why? Why? What? This cannot be true. Series 293. It took them 293 times to get it right. That what, uh, what? On who? Did they test it 293 times or did they just test the product to test the... the, the I, I, I'm stuck. You guys know. I am an idiot. I just lost myself in my own story. Continue. That's 293 aborted fetuses. And if you want to keep it technical and get real deep with it, black melanated embryo. What the fuck? Does that is that the explanation for a lot of these motherfuckers who were never born with no ass, having ass right now because they eat? Okay, okay, I went a little too far. I, I'm I'm sorry, grandson. But what? Why and how is this shit happening right now? I mean, <coughs> it is ridiculous to even think that somebody. <coughs> That's the trait. I'm sorry. <coughs> it is ridiculous to think that somebody is actually motherfucking doing this kind of shit and putting it in putting this shit inside of products that us consumers are buying i mean when you look at the ingredients of some of the shit that it is that you consume can you in all actuality say that you know what that is we all know what corn syrup is we all know what fructose is we all know what that shit is but this other shit yesterday they had roach blood and some shit today they're talking about that they got uh 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 aborted fetal tissue i mean who in the fuck is okay in this shit? Where's the FDA? Where's the CDC? Where the fuck is the FBI? I, 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 I don't know. I, I, it seems like everybody is busy. Their, their work days are too long. They need to go ahead and subtract some hours off of their time slip and possibly just recreate a whole new motherfucking way on how it is that we work in this country. Well, I have a story for you that lines right up with that narrative. Listen to this shit right here. A study examining thousands of people who swapped a standard five-day work week for a four-day one shows that the extra day off could provide mental and physical benefits for employees without hurting the revenue and productivity of a business. Wait a minute now. So for people who don't understand this, this is some new shit that's going on. And this is coming to you from the neighborhood talk. Now, Congress is trying to pass a 32-hour work week, right? Now, if they pass 32-hour work week, don't that fuck with check, right? Don't that fuck with, with productivity in these companies. But, you know, we'll get to that at the end. Continue, uh, news anchor guy, person, face guy. Fox's Ted Linder has more. Imagine this. You come home after a long day of work. 
And before you can relax, you're faced with a mountain of household chores and family obligations you need to finish first. Well, that kind of sounds like everybody's fucking life right now, you stupid bastard. Many, if not most of us, have been here before, where it seems like there's not enough time in the day outside of work to enjoy life. Well, that is life right now. If you take everything that it is that he just now said, and then you incorporate the Internet. It's funny how they, they, they tell you a story on the Internet, but they leave the Internet out of the story that's on the Internet. Without neglecting our responsibilities at home. But results from a new six-month study out of the United Kingdom are showing how a four-day work week gives people more personal time to invest in their health and lives while promoting better outcomes for their corporations. That is not going to happen here in this consumer economy. We need people. See, money is made on the way to work and on the way from work. They need the economy to consistently flow for five days a week. If they shut that shit down, I'm telling you right now, we are looking at a completely different country. The 61 companies with about 3,300 employees from multiple industries shifted their work from the traditional Monday to Friday work week to a four-day work week. Companies' revenue didn't change much during this, the, the, the trial period. You are a liar, and I'm calling you a motherfucking liar, especially if you work in the manufacturing field. If you have less people working lines, less people assembling products, and you have less people producing what it is that the client needs, of course the company is going to take a subtraction on income. Come on, this is basic mathematics and I'm a motherfucking... Exactly, continue. And there was no loss of productivity. For employees, there were lower levels of anxiety, fatigue, and sleep deprivation. Researchers also found employees on a four-day work week were able to exercise more, providing additional health benefits. The study also saw a decrease in the number of people calling out sick. You want to know why? Because <laughs> they wasn't sick in the first place, you stupid motherfucker. It was sick. Employees are less likely to be burned out. They're less likely to resent their organizations. For critics who say a four-day work week won't become mainstream, business management professionals say a competitive job market may require businesses to adapt the concept as a recruiting strategy to attract new candidates as well as retain the staff they currently have. You know what? I sense a lot of fucking sensitive, bitch-made-ass motherfucking niggas and bitch-made-ass motherfucking men. It, it, just to keep it just a blanket state. Just a bunch of bitch-ass shit. Oh, I have anxiety. I have PTSD. Oh, a car cut me off this morning. I don't know how I'm going to deal. Hey, dude. Unbunch your panties. This is life. And in case no one ever told you, let me be the first. You can't take everything so motherfucking serious because you want to know something else? No one makes it out of this bitch alive. Ted Lindner, Fox News. Oh, it's a Fox story. Of course, Fox. That's good reporting. Thank you again for from Fox, I should say, for that story. Because you know what? I mean... They're trying to tap into something that the left has completely left behind. And that's just, that, that, that's the fact that, you know, everybody 
feels a certain way about certain things. And it just depends on who it is that you talk to and who it is that you throw a mic in front of and what it is that you can sell as a soundbite to, to, to actually not only shape the narrative of this country, but to actually shape the mind. I'm pretty sure there's a few people, more than a few people, I should say, who saw that story and are they're at work right now talking to their friends. Hey, man, I saw this story. We might only be working four days a week. And then there's another guy, a realist, a person more like me in the same line or lane as me. That's like, check this out. All of this shit is intricately interconnected. I don't know if you've taken the time to actually think about how all of these things break down and then put back together like fucking Legos, but this shit is completely lined up. You can't just take out a whole day of the work week. I mean, just imagine your fat ass pulls up to McDonald's. Can I get two fries? I like a shake. And give me a Big Mac. <laughs> but your ass didn't think that it's Friday. Everybody went to, everybody worked Monday through Thursday. So they working with a skeleton crew. Guess who gonna have to wait an extra five minutes for their motherfucking food? Nigga, you. I hope your patience is up to par because the motherfucker behind you has none. This motherfucker has no filter and this motherfucker's a gang gang member. Plus they roll around with a gun and a motherfucking poo shiesty mask on. Ain't no telling what the fuck is gonna happen. I mean, this seems like it's almost uh, asking for additional crimes to happen. We see motherfuckers running into church's chicken, McDonald's, KFC, motherfucking Popeyes, beating up employees, sometimes getting their ass whooped. We see that happening with a full work week. What the fuck could happen if you only got four days for the consumers to consume? Oh, that's right. We have Amazon and DoorDash and sit at your home and consume. It, it seems more and more uh, uh, like a lot of these weird ass conspiracy theory prophecies that these motherfuckers is coming up with saying that they want you to stay in your home or live 15 minutes away from your job. It's coming more and more into fruition and nothing is worse than being at home all day unless you know you don't got no home. Now this next story this next story is crazy because we all know how valuable money is. A dollar is a motherfucking dollar. And a dollar ain't shit without 50 motherfucking cents. Now, this next story is about the rapper 50 Cent. 6.2 million? You stole that from 50? What? 6.2 million? You stole that from 50? This motherfucker who 50 was dealing, was having business, uh, excuse me, a business relationship with, stole $6.2 million for 50 Cent. Now, some of us know. What up, blood? What up, huh? What up, gangsta? Some of us know that 50. A lot of you motherfuckers know the new 50, the one that does all this TV shit. Now, 50 don't play about his motherfucking money. 50 harassed this one lady for so motherfucking long, I forgot who she was until she popped back up begging for 50 to stop fucking with her. But anyway, back to this stupid motherfucker who decided that they was gonna lift off the top some money from this nigga who's named after two motherfucking quarters. Now, 
rapper and entrepreneur 50 Cent. He had he had an employee who stole $6.2 million from his brand, Branson Cognac. I never even had a bottle. I wonder what it tastes like. Okay, after winning the lawsuit, 50 is now seizing all of this nigga shit, including the properties and the bank accounts. And he told the motherfucker, I need you out of my house by Monday. I mean, you know, like I said, all of these things can can mean something to you if you have somewhere to stay. And it looks like somebody just got just recently got motherfucking evicted. I mean, who likes a thief? There are all kind of thieves. Thieves who steal your ideas. Thieves who steal your bitch. Thieves who steal your car. But you know, the 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 the, the best thief in the world, and you probably don't even think that there's a best thief in the world. The best thief in the world is a woman who steals your heart. And I mean steals it. She takes it away from you, but she nourishes it. She cares for it. She she completely adores your heart. It might sound something like this right here. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I mean, I'm so sorry that I forgot to give you kissy. I'm sorry. It's fine. I mean, you know what? Just, I love you very much. I love you too. Can I pray for you right now? Can I say she is a godsend? Shit. Yes. Dear Heavenly Father, as my husband go out today, Lord, I just pray that you protect him and keep him in your hands, keep him covered. And I just pray that you protect him and you lead him and guide him. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Do you need one more? Yes. yes. Mm. Mm. Thank you. Okay, bye. Love you. Love you. Have a nice day. Uh, I'll be back. Bye. Man, that is beautiful. I mean, a moment of silence for that lady right there. I mean, shit. I guess it's time to move on. That's fucking impossible. I know it's hard because we're dealing with so many different aspects of that that I could break down. I mean, she didn't call him bruh one time. She didn't raise her voice. She actually understood that she was a woman and that that was her man. So, I mean, it's, it's, one more moment of silence. Moving on. Now, with the next story, I don't know what it's going to be because I don't plan these motherfucking shows. I do know one thing. A lot of shows are planned. And every single year, we have the Oscars and the Grammys. And I'm rich. Look at me, you broke bitch. We have one of those shows. And usually when those shows happen, they are already planned out. They already have the walkway planned out. They have the presenters planned out they have where everybody is seated planned the fuck out and it's been like that for forever so why this year did they choose to change something that was so fundamental about these award ceremonies and in case you have not known or did not hear they changed the red carpet from red to white now colors the old movie colors. No, just colors, motherfucker. Colors have significance, just like language. The way that you say fuck you could be completely different than fuck you. 
completely two different word, two different ways to say things, but the same word. Now this is carpet. Yes, it is. They did roll carpet down for the last event, but this carpet was not red, and red usually signifies a war or something like that, or a side that you're on. The carpet that they laid down this time was white. And if we can just remember exactly what white signifies, when we think about colors, you usually think people. It signifies the Caucasians. Well, no. In war, white usually, it usually signifies uh, peace. Uh, we don't want no problems. Listen to this shit. I wonder does it cover it. I'm confident we are that no blood will be shed. That no blood will be shed. So people have been asking, is there going to be any trouble this year? Is there going to be any violence this year? And we certainly hope not. But if there is, I think the decision to go with a champagne carpet rather than a red carpet shows how confident we are that no blood will be shed. Wow. How confident we are that no blood will be shed. Now that's Jimmy Kimmel trying to take a dig on Chris Rock getting the shit slapped out of him by, you know, willfully Will Smith. But he's taking away from the significance or even not giving anybody a, 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 an opportunity to ask him the question about why in the fuck did you change the color of the carpet? Who changed the color of the carpet? Uh, why did you change the color of the motherfucking carpet? I mean, do you not know about all the weird shit that's going on in the sky and how this is going to look to the general public when it's projected that you just happened to change the color of the carpet when all of the weirdest shit that we have ever seen, ever, is happening? On this marble, you decide, motherfucker, keep some of this shit the same. Everything else is changing. We really can't keep our hands or, 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 or a complete grasp on how many things have changed. And I know white is white. Black is black. And cocaine gonna always be motherfucking cocaine. Now, I transitioned over into cocaine because, you know, the carpet is white. The guy said it was champagne, but he's a fucking liar. Now... This next story is about a man going viral after he found $120,000 worth of cocaine in his tire after he got a flat. Now, this guy, he is a true citizen of this country. He called the popo. That's fucking impossible. Oh, my mob friend. It is completely possible because I am pretty sure that this guy saw the Ozark or he saw motherfucking Goodfellas. He saw something that reminded him that if he kept that dope, then motherfucker was going to come back for that money. And if he didn't have it, I hate to say this shit, man, but, uh... They might leave him alive. Nope, nope. They're gonna kill this motherfucker if he didn't do something about this cocaine. Here is the uh, audio footage, man. I don't know why they blurred out cocaine. I can see the crack of some women's asses. I mean, they shit out of there. Why can't I see cocaine on this post? So it's him and, and, and I guess the passenger of the car. They're on the side of the freeway as the uh, traffic just flows endlessly, endlessly on the southbound to 220. I don't know what road that is. But yes, he's standing in front of said vehicle with the tire um, 
off to the side in the um, the driver lane pullover thingy. Yes, this this motherfucker, this guy right here. Hey man, first of all, I would not have reported this shit to the internet. Fuck that. Maybe the police, but not the internet. Cause now these motherfuckers know what you look like. And I mean, I just don't trust things. And I think that there's software that can find your motherfucking ass because of your face. Maybe it's just me, because I have an ugly face. I have one of those faces that people don't like. But this guy took his face, plastered it on the internet. So whoever's dope that was, now you know where your dope is at. You know, I mean, I don't know if it's a good thing. I don't know if it's a bad thing. I just know that it's a thing. Wow, I mean, shit. What's next? What's next? Now, a lot of people, you know, they hear they hear songs that come from my generation and and everybody wants to be a rapper. And everybody that knows me knows that I don't really like rappers that much. I'm not that much of a big rap guy because all rappers really want to do is get a big check and then that's it. You're not an artist. You're not a performer. You took a couple of words and made them rhyme and then you found a beat that accompanied, accompanied the shit and now you're just trying to be rich and not work. Well, buddy, sorry to tell you, you gotta earn your money. No one's gonna hand you shit except for a bill. Now, with that being said, um, this next story is is kind of weird because uh, I don't necessarily understand it all the way, but I do know this. You know, um, rap is a scam right now. There's a lot of people who are just scamming the rap industry. And I mean, that's just how I look at it. Of course, you know, my grandson tells you. And that's probably the damn truth. But scams, they have been not only a central part of how this country runs, but an ongoing thing that not only law enforcement has to contend with, but something that every single one of us citizens of this country has to keep an eagle eye out for. Check this new scam that's going on. We all know about the the the, the information highway that's going on right now. You're actually participating in that highway as you listen to me. But we also know that these scammers, they take advantage of this information highway. And now that we have AI, boy, hasn't the scamming gone to a whole nother motherfucking level? Listen to this shit. I need to tell everyone about a really bad scam that I... Okay, tell us about the scam. ...experience today. I don't know if you can tell, I've been crying all morning. I'm sorry, baby. So I was awoken this morning at 7.20 a.m. roughly um, to a phone call from my sister. Like it was her contact. It was her face that popped up on my phone. It looked exactly like my sister was calling. So I answered it and it was a man's voice on the other end screaming at me, telling me, you're not going to call anyone else. You're not going to call the police. You're not going to talk to anyone. I have your sister. I have your sister. And like this sounds... It's so hard for me to describe to you how real this all sounded. Like, I'm not an idiot. I'm so good at spotting phishing emails. I'm so good at getting at spotting spam calls. I never fall for anything. Now, this right here is a human flaw that we all have. We all think that we can smell. Well, yeah, you can definitely smell bullshit. We all think that we can see a liar as they're lying to us. You know what makes 
these motherfuckers so successful is that motherfuckers can't see them. I'm sorry. And this was like the realest, scariest moment of my entire life. Literally. And phone, the guy- Wait, stop. Stop it. A phone call was the scariest moment of your life? Lady, lady, please, please, people, humans, others, whatever you want to label yourself, stop saying that it's the most traumatic, the most scariest. If this is the scariest moment that this lady has lived through, she is a privileged motherfucking individual. Continue. The screaming at me, he sounded completely unhinged. He sounded crazy. I'm unhinged and I scream and I'm an idiot. Plus, I also believe that I'm crazy. Did I call this bitch? He, I heard muffled sobs in the background that sounded like a woman's voice. So, of course, I was like, oh, my God, that's my sister. Oh, my God. He heard she I'm sorry. She heard. Uh, she heard the kids. I fully 100 percent believed that this was real. So you're not good at spotting scams and cons. You just now said that. Especially since it was her contact that popped up on my phone. It wasn't. Is that the only phone that you own? Then some random number. So anyways, I end up talking to this guy for like 15 minutes. I'm trying to calm him down. I'm having like small talk with him and I end up sending him money. Wow. You're having small talk? Small talk? Kind of like, what'd you eat for breakfast talk? What the fuck is small talk? And what's weird about it, too, is it's not like he was like, send me $1,500 in gift cards. It wasn't like that. He was like, I need you to send me money. I need to get home. I just got out of jail. I'm just trying to get home. I'm not a bad person. He was saying he started crying. Like, legit. So they can track this money, right? It is a digital footprint. Right. There was even one point. This is the part that still gives me chills and makes me really scared. There was one point I heard a sob in the background and the guy said, listen, you need to calm down. You're going to hurt yourself. I'm going to get money from your sister and then everything's going to be fine. I'm going to let you go. Like. (laughs) So luckily I wasn't home alone. My mom happened to be in town visiting. When I first got the call, I ran downstairs and woke her up, but silently because the guy was telling me not to tell anyone. What? Stop. It just hit my head real hard. You weren't home alone. Motherfucker, if you are home alone, you are an adult in a house. You are not home alone. Macaulay Culkin was home alone, okay? His mother left him home alone. Stop incorporating these these weird-ass thoughts processes into reality. That's a movie. Home Alone is a movie about a child who was left home alone. You are a grown-ass motherfucking human being. It is always up to oneself to protect oneself. And if you have not organized your house to where you can protect yourself in your house, that is your motherfucking fault, bitch. And so she called the police. And then I took the call outside on my front porch because I didn't want the guy to hear any background noise. I was terrified that he was going to kill my sister. Wait, hear any background noise? You did it outside? Aren't there cars outside? Drones, planes, squirrels, cats, dogs? What the fuck is going on here? So my mom called the police. Then she called my sister's actual number and my little sister picked up. So anyway, we 
realized my sister was okay and that was all good. But um, this was really, really scary. Well, you, you should have did what you did last first. When you was on the phone with that motherfucker, you should have put him on speakerphone and then put that the, the, the phone thing off to the side. Then text message your mom, call little sis or whatever the fuck it is that you call your sibling. What the fuck? This is the scariest thing of all time. Like, it felt so real that I'm not kidding. I'm here. We go with your feelings. It felt so real. Traumatized and I'm worried about PTSD. I'm not kidding. Didn't I say everybody gets PTSD? Everything is PTSD. If you get a call like this, I read that it's recommended that you hang up and then immediately call back because it'll call your actual contact. You motherfucker, this generation of motherfuckers up under me is a bunch of bitches. What do you mean you feel? Your feelings are irrelevant. I keep telling people that. No one gives a fuck about how you feel. That shit means nothing. It's tasks. Worry about the tasks in your life. Follow your dreams. Understand that you need to protect your motherfucking self. And this, 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 I feel like... You know what I feel like? I feel like you didn't spend enough time with yourself. So you do not understand yourself. So what you do is you separate yourself from yourself. That's how I feel, motherfucker. Goodness gracious, this generation and these motherfucking feelings. I feel, I fuck what you feel. What do you know? What is concrete evidence? What is statistically proven? What is, what is, what is it that we know works? Huh? Fuck your film. I hate that shit so much. It completely took me off topic. That, this triggering, that triggered me. I, I got PTSD because the bitch said, I feel. Come, come on, man. Come, we got to stop this shit. We got to stop this I feel shit. I'm not going, I'm not going to participate. You can do whatever the fuck it is you want to do with your vocabulary, compound sentences, and all that other shit. I'm not fucking around. I almost turn off my ears when I hear somebody say, I feel. Oh, really? You feel? Huh. Where I come from, we used to tell ladies to feel these nuts. But anyway, you know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's just that the people are smarter than they give themselves uh, credit for. Some people give themselves too much credit for being smart when they dumb as fuck. Now, I don't know if some of you motherfuckers remember uh, Dave Chappelle's stand-up about, about this kid, this this aspiring actor who, uh, who, who has a very, very French name, uh, Jussie Smollier. Yes, I don't know if you remember that stand-up. Well, for some reason, Jussie is back in the motherfucking spotlight. And not only is he back in the spotlight, they did a whole documentary on what the fuck really happened when he says that he got assaulted by two black guys and some hot sauce and bleach and the noose was hung around his motherfucking neck. Well, the guys who allegedly did that, they now have found a way to cash the fuck back in. I do wonder, what the fuck is it that they talking about? Let's listen. Then we started tussling. Wait, we don't want to start tussling yet. We need to understand how all of this started. They took our beautiful bench. <laughs> this oh. is where we waited for Jussie to come. Two big brothers. Hey, man. 
I knew he didn't. Uh, as soon as I seen who it was, I was like, damn, them niggas, is, they must throw powder puffs. But now that you see them and they're not running, they could have fucked that little dude up. I'm sorry. Continue. Before we attacked them. So we got here with 10 minutes to spare. And we had to plan our escape route to survey the land. His building is actually right here, right above the stairs that we're going to attack him at. We made sure we got there at 2 a.m. sharp. On the dot. On the dot. We had no phones because he did not want us to bring any phones. He said, so we don't lose them. I don't know if that's really the reason, but you can deduce your own reason. So 2 a.m., he was nowhere to be found. He was not there. So we were like, damn, what do we do? We didn't have no way of contacting him. He had no way of contacting us. So we waited here for about, what, four, four minutes? It was about four, four, minutes, four minutes, but it felt like forever. Because it was cold as balls. So I saw him out the corner of my eye, and I was like, okay, that's him. Let's go. We got to go get this empire. Yeah, that's him. That's him. Is that him? That's that neck. It's that neck. Get that let's neck. Go. Oh, he's moving fast. Come on, let's get him. Get that neck. Let's get him. As we crossed the street, we said, hey, to get his attention. Hey, Nick. Hey. He turned around, looked at us, and that's when we started yelling uh, the famous slurs he wanted us to yell. He was a good actor, but I also was thinking that this guy's a fraud. This wow. Guy's really sitting here just lying to these people, lying through his teeth and not caring. I think he shed a tear. And I Wait, this is the thing that I always say on this podcast is you cannot trust actors. They are professional storytellers. This is why I don't believe shit that most actors say. I mean, this guy, literally, I mean, he literally never turns it off. He is acting in Empire. Then he hires these two guys to fictitiously beat him up. I'm sorry, it's hard for me to keep a sentence going. Because <coughs> it's too funny. This guy's a professional actor. I mean, by the definition, he acts on Empire. Then he hires two guys to fictitiously whoop his ass. And then he gets on TV and he acts again. Who the fuck is this guy really? We Are you sure that he's gay? I mean, continue. I want a little gay boy who might watch this to see that I fuck back. You mean you lied on national TV? This Why haven't the gays kicked him to the side? I mean, uh, not even kicked him to the side, but some sort of disciplinary action for some shit like this. Because just because he did this shit and this 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 plan was foiled, I am pretty sure that there are real people who were attacked that now do not want to come forward because of the small yay volumes. Dude, crazy, man. <laughs> he shed a tear, man. This dude, wild. That boy, hey, man, hey, if you want to say something about Jesse Small, you can say whatever the fuck it is that you want to say about him, but damn it, that boy can act. Whoa. That's A. Hey, give credit where credit's due. Because I'm telling, I'm, hey, I done told them and I'm telling you. That motherfucker right there, he had that shit sold. People were crying out about rights and all this other shit about how this happens so much that people don't even report it. Well, 
Are you sure? Because it sounds like to me that that what you said isn't factual. And it also has been proven that what he said is not factual. And I hate it when people fucking muddy the waters of facts. I love facts. Facts are an essential part of our life. The fact that my father and my mother met and had me is one of the beautiful, the most beautiful facts of my life. And and I cannot deny that because I cannot deny facts. In facts, you may love them. You may hate them. You may even deny them and they still be true. And they also may be morbid. Here is another section of Morbid Facts. Here are some morbid facts about your favorite Disney movies. Author Lewis Carroll wanted to marry an 11-year-old girl named Alice when he was 31. It's widely believed that his book Alice in Wonderland was inspired by his obsession for little Alice Liddell. Whoa! Alice in Wonderland is about a perv who wanted to marry a little girl. That's what Alice in Wonderland is about, right? That's fucking impossible. Bruh, I didn't make this shit up. I'm just reporting it. Continue. If Finding Nemo was scientifically accurate, Nemo's dad would have turned into a female and mated with Nemo after his mom died. Wait a second. Wait a second. So if Finding Nemo was true, when the mother got murdered, the dad would have turned into a woman and then mated with the child. So does that make the clownfish transgender huh damn i'm stupid disney released princess and the frog it caused a minor salmonella outbreak across the country over 50 kids were hospitalized after kissing a frog Ooh, i want hey you know what i forgot to hear what movie that was i mean what year that 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 shit came out I should ask the mother of my children. I, I I know she knows that's one of her favorite motherfucking movies. So 50 motherfuckers was taken to the hospital for kissing a frog. Listen, ladies, gentlemen, undeniables, uh, don't kiss frogs. The reason why Beauty and the Beast was written was to encourage young girls to become more accepting of arranged marriages. Ooh, you gonna marry his ugly ass. Following 9-11, an entire scene from Lilo and Stitch had to be edited. A 747 airliner that was flying through a city was changed to a spaceship flying through the mountains. Wow. So they edited a whole cartoon because in the cartoon, the spaceship flew through the city. And then 9-11 hit and then they edited so that the spaceship flew through the mountains. I wish I would have watched Lilo and Stitch way back in the days. I also do wonder, is there a way that you can get your hands on the original, original? Because I understand that that right there would cause some sort of triggering response because 9-11 was real. I mean, who did it? I do not know. Did people die? Yes, this is proven. But to see that kind of imagery, yes, that would be not only thought-provoking, but it would definitely trigger emotions deep inside of someone who would be harboring any type of, of, of I don't even know the right word. That if you were holding any type of, of, of feeling, if you were still hurting behind that situation, yes, I completely get that. That right there makes sense to me. What do we got next on this motherfucker? All right. Now, we all know 
that that in this country, there's a serious epidemic problem. There, there's an epidemic of a problem when it comes to substance abuse. And most of the time when, when I say substance abuse, you think about drugs, you think about crack, you think about meth, you think about weed. Some of you motherfuckers think weed is a, is a, is a big hard drug. Depending on what it is that you spray on it and what it is that you sprinkle inside of it, it can be a fucking serious narcotic. But the biggest narcotic in this country is something that we all consume on a daily basis, unknowingly or knowingly. And that, that vice, that substance is this right here. Let me stop the music and bring this guy in. I think I've played this before, but I need to play it again. Listen. I went on no sugar diet for four months. It was easier for me to quit cane than it was for sugar. <laughs> it was easier for this guy to quit cocaine than it was for him to quit sugar. What the fuck do you say to that? Every single thing that it is that you eat has some sugar in it. Everything, your bread, your, your, your milk, uh, uh, your fruit snacks, nigga, your sugar got sugar in it. I, I mean, you, you wanna talk about vices, take somebody's coffee away from them in the morning. And if you wanna see a motherfucker go crazy, you gonna see it. I promise you that you are going to see it. And and no matter what I say, you know, it, it seems like some people were just born crazy, born with this weird ass idea that there's only their way to live life when that is so, so untrue. And now with this climate that we have in this country where anybody could be anything, the, 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 there really ain't no stopping what the fuck it is that people do. And since people do what the fuck it is that they want to do, they constantly forget that there are reproduction, there are repercussions and, and, and consequences to your actions. Now, I've talked about this mascot buffoon, Charleston White, and every single time that I see him, I could say, you know, the mass potential that it is that he has with the following, um, um, that, that he has acquired the change that he could he could actually bring to the table is enormous but yet and still even he knows this because he is a smart man he knows that he is picking on low hanging fruit listen oh uh, the industry have did everything to push me down knock me down they've done everything except put a hit on my life well the industry that you speak of is the industry that you're attacking. You are attacking the young kids who are supposed to be spreading the message, the message of death, destruction, and demise amongst the community. So you're not really attacking the rappers. I don't know if he knows that. What you're doing is you're attacking the people who actually make the rappers prosper. Uh, uh, and at, at some point, I know that's coming. Because uh, I can't be stopped, homie. Well... Like you said, uh, they put a hit out on you, bruh. You're stopped. Hold on, wait, Charles. You said at some point, I know that's coming. Yeah, they should speak stuff like that into existence. Uh, unless... uh, uh, nigga, when you're ready, you're ready. Well, I'm not ready. He can be ready. I'm not ready. I keep telling y'all I'm willing to die, kill, and go to jail for my belief in what I'm saying. Well, I don't believe that you believe that. One thing that I do know is that 
Charleston White wants to garner all of the attention that it is that he can get. That is all. That is it. Real shit. If you think about every single thing that he has said about not only these dead children, but they mama, the, 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 the whole shit. It is not nothing except for exposure. And now that he has that exposure, he said that he was playing a character because no one would listen to him. Well, now everyone is listening. Shouldn't the character be put away? I pretty much challenged and taken on uh, the most dangerous black man and the most- Wait a minute. Those guys are only dangerous usually to their community. Now, I'm not saying that rap does not have a worldwide grasp on culture. What I'm saying is this. They are not the dangerous, the most dangerous black men are those guys. Those are the guys. Okay, you know what? Let's just finish your thought. Most heartless black men, the most evil black men in America. Gangbangers, rappers, and street guys. I, I, I adamantly disrespect them. I, I, I disrespect their dead compadres. I disrespect their fallen soldiers. Mm -hmm. and, and I do it openly. I do it fearlessly. Uh, they've never seen nothing like this. So at some point, nigga, they can't keep letting me walk on earth. Well, they have seen something like this. And I hate to tell Charleston White this, but usually when somebody goes to the level of disrespect that it is that you are sitting at, they don't live long. And you wanna know why that they don't live long? It's because they are operating under a street code. You are not operating under any code. You are running under snitch guidelines, which means you start a fucking problem and then you call a motherfucking police. That's what you're doing. And most of the time, these guys are bust your shit to the white meat, but since they know that you were running around with the FBI and, and probably the CIA and the ATF, you know, fingering out everybody, trying to make it seem like you're trying to help the community, but in all actuality, what you're doing is you're fluffing up too much shit, bruh, bruh. And untouched, they at least have to make some kind of attempt. Uh, I know this. That's why I keep all these goddamn guns. That's why, nigga, uh, Nah, nigga, I, uh, I'm not a coward to what's, what's ahead uh, because I know death lies ahead for all of us, homie. Well, yeah, you can also accelerate it, just like you accelerate the vehicle it is that you drive. Now, there is a thing right here where, to me, he is a very, very uh, uh, contradictory-ass motherfucker. And, and when I say that, it's because all of the shit that it is that he talks about how the FBI and all these other motherfuckers got his back, why they didn't have his back when it was time to go to New York? Why didn't have his back when it was time to go to that part of Texas? Hmm? Where are your friends at? Brother, please, before you lose your life, before you lose your life, change the messaging. If you're gonna try to help the kids, Help the kids. But helping the kids does not mean that you talk negatively to them, negatively about them, even if they, and I'm not saying even if they do negative shit. That, that was about what I was about to say. But in order for them to learn, they have to have a blueprint to build off of. And I'm not asking anybody to be like anybody else, but we can all learn something from each other. And this right here, this learning experience that we have been going through with Charleston White is nothing but what a motherfucker will do for clout, for motherfucking a little bit of money, 
And not only that, to be remembered forever. That is his main goal. It ain't about changing shit. Because if it was about changing shit, his message would have changed once he hit the exposure level that it is that he wanted to hit. He's already hit that. He's monetized. He's everywhere. There is no denying who the fuck Charleston White is. But since he fits into this algorithm, in this category, that is specially uh, curated for him by him, he can control the narrative, but the narrative remains constant and the same. He wants to disrespect people and get the fuck away from it without actually providing any motherfucking change. It's different when you're talking about going to prison and actually being humbled by the time it is that you spent back there and get spent in there and then getting out and saying, listen, you shouldn't go to jail. But when you do go to jail for killing somebody and then you talk about it constantly about standing over a dead body and then pumping a few more shells into it, what side of the fence do you actually reside on, my guy? That's my question. What side of the fence is it that you actually reside on? Because I promise you, it's some young niggas out there right now that want to take that dead eye that you got in your forehead. I, I, all I can say is this, brother. I love everybody. I just don't like the way that this guy is getting at motherfuckers, man. They are going to look at at the, 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 the elders because you've got so much exposure. They're going to look at us as if in we are you. And we all know that we are not you and you show in the fuck ain't us. That's fucking impossible. With that being said, the next story goes on to some more cop city shit. Let's go to Atlanta. This Atlanta City Council. My name is Reverend Kiana Jones, and I stand here before you as a member of the Faith Coalition to Stop Cop City. And I'm looking at each one of your faces, and I really want to understand how it is that you asked people to vote for you and then ignored their voices. How it is that you feel okay with yourself lauding Abel Mabel, who had a lot to say about treating people right who had a lot to say about the words of the Bible that many of you like to quote. Well, let me remind you of something. Be not deceived, for God is not mocked. That whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. So understand this, that the sins of the father will be visited on the children. It has happened time and again. So it may not happen to you, but what about your child? What about their children? What about their children's children's children? Hmm. What will your legacy be? You so-called legacies of black misleadership sitting up here on this council. Let me tell you something. Representation is not enough when you don't represent the people who elected you. The people came out and spoke clearly. And let me go to the Bible one more again and say that we are here as clergy to cry loud and spare not. We are opening our mouths and crying with a loud voice to say that we don't want Cop City. I live in East Atlanta. I don't want Cop City. I got five black children. I don't want Cop City. I like breathing clean air. I don't want Cop City. I want to drink clean water. I don't want Cop City. I don't want Black Hawk, black hawk helicopters landing around the corner from my house. I don't want Cop City. I don't. My neighbors don't. My granny don't. She's been in her house almost 50 years and you suckers will never get it through gentrification because we knew what to do. 
and Mary Norwood and the people of Buckhead, this will not be your trade-off. When are you going to stop dealing with the white supremacist infrastructure and dealing with the so-called black elites in Atlanta in your silent agreement that as long as they go along with the white establishment, they're going to keep them other N-words over there in control? We know that in the 20 to 30 year cycle of gentrification, by the time black people can move back into my neighborhood the way we used to be, it'll be 20 or 30 years from now. And Cop City was your answer to make sure that our black asses stay right over there and don't go to Buckhead. Well, we telling you right now, as sure as Peachtree runs into Buckhead, this is our land. And we ain't gonna stop fighting. We are not going to stop standing. Get used to these voices. Get used to these faces. Get used to being called out. And if you feel like you in church, then maybe you ought to say ouch. Because I know I'm standing up here preaching to somebody. And if you harden your heart, be reminded of the story of another Pharaoh who had a very hard heart, who would not free the people of God, mm. who would not lead them to their land. You know what happened in that story. Don't think that you will not suffer the same fate. Don't think that the infrastructure of this so-called black Mecca will not come toppling over because it will. And how long are you going to treat us like we dumb as dirt? Mm. We're not. We are not. We know more than you think we know. And the fact that you chose to ignore, ignore a legal court order to stop work and allowed greedy corporations to go ahead displacing people, but taking up my green space. Don't you know that the environment has been used to oppress and suppress black people and indigenous people for ages? Man, y'all need to be listening. And we see this. So we're talking about environmental justice. We're talking about economic justice because the least y'all could have done was mandate that those contractors who work on that job, that they hire at least 33% of community members. But you're not doing that. So you don't care about the air we breathe. You don't care about the water we drink. You don't care if we can make a living wage. You don't want to sustain that community. You want to displace us so that those who are giving you kickbacks can have something that they said we built over here and we got them Negroes out. Why are you okay with that? Because I know somebody who's on this council had a father who stood to make sure that Negroes could stand and be whatever they wanted to be. I'm saying all of it because at the end of the day, there are a lot of self-righteous people sitting in seats of so-called authority and you are deluded to think that you have power mm. we have the power and we gave you authority because we trusted you and shame on you Dustin Hillis I don't give a damn if you don't look at me one time because you know you know what you have done and you know you ain't worth the dirt up under your feet Ooh. but I tell you what in the words of my granny, because I ain't got to lean on the Bible, Mary Kate Thomas is a strong woman and taught me to fight. In the words of my granny, you may not pay what you owe, but you will reap what, what you, you sow. sow. I mean, hey, I can't even follow that the fuck up, yo. Real shit. 
This thing that I constantly talk about, about paying attention to what's going on in your microcosm instead of letting these corporations and these public uh, 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 entities or, or these, these, these godlike politicians. If you don't take control of your motherfucking life, you will wake up in a cop city. You will wake up with your liberties restricted. You will wake up in a unrecognizable country. I promise you right now, you ain't missing nothing if you don't turn on that TV show. It only takes 10 minutes of your time to pay attention to see what the fuck it is that they trying to do with your local motherfucking districts with your local motherfucking elections right now and i mean right now is the best time if not ever for us to actually centralize and take control of this narrative because i promise you one more game, we gonna be getting told a story that is not actually true or lining up with how history is being written. And that's all I got to say about that. Because we know, or at least I know, I'm a, I'm a professional podcaster. I know for a fact that everything is being ran by rich motherfuckers. And that's exactly where the fuck this is going, to this. So when America tries to say this person, that person is a dictator, that person is a dictator, the first question you need to ask is, hold on, hold on, hold on. What is it that that country has that America needs? That's the everything. First question you need to ask is, America is currently over $60 trillion in debt. If you look at Wall Street, they sell it over $22 trillion. The international banking families of Europe. You're talking about the Warburgs, the DuPonts, the Rothschilds. You're talking about the Carnegies. You're talking about those people who the literally, Rockefellers. the Rockefellers. After 1913, with the creation of the Federal Reserve, the Federal Reserve Act came into existence, and they literally are a gangster group that has nothing to do with the Constitution whatsoever. They took over the monetary printing of the money in America. That's only supposed to be given to Congress. They took over the continuous economic manipulation of America. America owes China over 1.1 trillion. They owe Japan over a trillion. America owes so many countries money. It's, it's insane because they feel like money is their God. They'll say God with their mouth, but they'll show God with their money. God meaning G-O-D, gold, oil, and drugs. That's the... Gold, oil, and drugs. Bruh, is that the God that they speak of? Ooh. Dear God. So when America tries to say this person, that person is a dictator, that person is a back. dictator, the first question you need to ask is, hold on, hold on, hold on. What is it that that country has that America needs? That's the first question you need to ask them. America is currently over $60 trillion in debt. If you look at Wall Street, they sell it over $22 trillion. The international banking families of Europe. You're talking about the Warburgs, the DuPonts, the Rothschilds. You're talking about the Carnegies. You're talking about those people who the literally, Rockefellers. the Rockefellers. After 1913, with the creation of the Federal Reserve, the Federal Reserve Act came into existence, and they literally are a gangster group that has nothing to do with the Constitution whatsoever. They took over the monetary printing of the money in America. That's only supposed to be given to Congress. They took over the continuous economic manipulation of America. America owes China over 1.1 trillion. They owe Japan over a trillion. America owes so many countries money. It's, it's insane because they feel like money is their God. They'll say God with their mouth, but they'll show God with their money. God meaning G-O-D, gold, oil, and drugs. That's their God. Man, that is, hey, that's Rizla Islam. You know, if I, I didn't think I had to say his name, but I, I will. I definitely give him nothing but respect and credit for that shit. That, that fucked me up. I, I see. I need to watch some of these clips 
before I actually uh, uh, watch some of these clips on this show. I have nothing to bet. I don't even have a transition into the next, a segue into the next story. But I will give you this. You're going to go in there being like, oh, well, I want a virgin. Why? Like, why do you want Because men are attracted to sexual purity. We are. But... We like a little slut too, you know. But isn't that kind of like oh, sickening yeah. if you yeah. think about How it? How is that sickening? Because it's romanticizing it's pedophilia. pedophilia. What? Whoa! Wait, wait, purity and pedophilia go hand in hand. Do explain, please. But they're not whoa, kids. They're not kids. Whoa, whoa, whoa. They're not children. We're talking about adult women. You can be sexually pure and that can mean either not being promiscuous or when it could be a pure like the most pure thing is you think of your children okay we're talking about adult relationships wait wait the most pure wait so so okay um i just want to make sure that i'm getting this right and and this is not even about this topic at hand so if somebody asks me how the weather is outside and i say it's sunny right they expect a completely cloud-free sky i mean it, he said purity and she went all the way to the essence of virgin so i'm just trying to understand how language is working right now because i get lost all the time in translation yes but it's still very common for men who are in adult relationships to look for stuff that remind them of pedophilia that's like, absurd uh, it's not absurd. that is absurd. what the fuck how does this bitch gonna tell me what the fuck it is that i look for you're gonna go in there being like, oh, well, I want a virgin. Why? Like, why do you want it? Because men are attracted. Okay, listen, listen, listen. Now, this, okay, listen. This is a, a I'm trying to find the right way to put this because some people are so fucking stupid. Okay, listen, if you a hoe, somebody gonna fuck you. And people are gonna keep fucking you. It's, it, 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 you're gonna find somebody stupid enough to marry you. It's that simple. But but when it is time for a man to get married, he wants a lady with a little experience, but yet still pure, you know, with 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 morals and shit like that. But hasn't been fucked by the whole motherfucking football team. OK, she hasn't been passed around by the soccer team. Uh, shit. Uh, track and field. Grandson, you got to give me some leverage here. Uh, um, NASCAR. Fuck. Um, shit. Uh, uh, let me see. Uh, the elementary school. Oh, you dirty bastard. You's a, ah, that was slick, grandson. That was, you're trying to keep it to yourself because you know these bitches is crazy. I see what you're doing right there. That's good. That is really fucking good. Yeah, hey, man, people are crazy. That's all I can tell you. I'm one of people, so I am fucking crazy. That is the craziest shit that I have heard all day. I mean, it's not as good as the 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 uh, 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 guns, oil, and drugs shit. That that shit knocked my whole podcast into the dice. I don't know how to how to readjust myself after that that very uh profound uh uh. Uh, 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 yeah, I'm fucked up. You know what? Fuck it. I'm getting out of here. That's it. I'm done. We're done. We're, we're, we're done, okay? Wait, hold on. One more. Guys, don't tell me, Spider Guy, marriage is about love. Hold on.
You guys don't know that voice, so let me let you know who that is. This is Black Spider Guy advice. Guys will tell me, Spider Guy, marriage is about love. You can't use data points. You can't use information. You just gotta believe in love. That's bullshit. Just believe and it will work out. Guys, you've got a woman that literally married herself and divorced herself within 24 hours. Wait a second. Are you telling me that somebody decided to marry themselves and then within 24 hours divorced themselves? What's wrong? They wouldn't take you out to eat? When you get into a car, you wear a seatbelt. Not because, oh, well, I don't think I'm going to get hit by a car. Because you know the stats that be. You are aware that you can be hurt, so you put the dang thing on. If you're ever thinking about getting married, you get a trust fund. You get a prenup. You get an NDA. You get these things not because you want it to end, but because you know it can. That's fucking impossible. Hey, man. When people get married, it lasts forever. It's called being aware. The more you know. And knowing is half the battle. Hey man, donate to the Spider Guy Fund. Spider Guy Fund. Uh, 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 money sign Spider Guy Fund. That guy is hilarious. Now with that being said, I've given you more than a show. I've given you more than you paid for and you ain't paid for shit. So that's all. That's it. That's all I got for you motherfuckers right now, okay? Is there gonna be a two-piece? Motherfucker, I don't know. Am I gonna record tomorrow? Definitely. But right now, what I need you to do is what I always need you to do. Pull out your crusty, dusty-ass phones. If you ain't upgraded and you're still working with the Model 8, I ain't trying to hate. Pull out your phones. Can I get you to like, rate, and subscribe the show? Five-star ratings definitely help it gets me out there to uh, uh an audience that 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 does not know about me yet can i get you to like rate subscribe and share the show can we get the show out there to where nobody else does not not know about me um every single one of these podcasts are recorded in one sitting no go backs no uh adjustments edits uh i don't have time for that shit um Every single one of these podcasts are dedicated to the life, love, legacy, and memory of my mother, Paige. I love you. I miss you. I'm still searching for you, baby. Um, please do. And I, why am I saying um? I stopped saying um uh, episodes ago. Do whatever it is that you need to do to get through. As long as you don't hurt anybody in the process, you good with me, man. Um, I, I, um, 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 that's it. Um. This is Justice, and this has been another Justice and the Peace podcast. Thank you so much for listening, and do whatever it is that you got to do to get through. Do not, try not to hurt anybody in the process. Let us not become a dealer of redistributing this motherfucking hurt and pain that we didn't picked up and gained over all of these years. Once again, my name is Justice, and this is my piece, the Justice and the Peace podcast. Peace.